And uh, yeah, I think audio channels are good. We are live awesome. with another episode of Comic Talk, show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. Uh, this week being, uh, well, today being September 22nd. So uh, for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays, new Marvel comics and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on Thursday, September 22nd to talk about uh, everything, everything that we read. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and I've read a lot this week, surprisingly so. And then there's a lot that I didn't read, which is weird too, because uh, there's just a lot of comics all the time. Um, but even though I read a lot, uh, this show, it, it, it wouldn't be the same if it was just a one-man show. So that's why I brought two awesome people. Let me introduce the person who's been on the show before, Michael Mead, aka oh. I Don't Know Anymore. <laughs> I'm in the middle of rebranding. You, you told are, me to do this. I told you, you it's told rebranding to season. This. It's not rebranding year. Oh my god! It's taking your yeah, sweet it's, time it's, with your rebranding. It's it's causing havoc, but I'm I'm chugging along. You know, I'm doing my best. I mean, that's good. You know, I can't say mad at you. Still, <laughs> still reading comics. I appreciate that. Still um, reading comics. Yeah. You do that. What's up? As long as you're just reading the comics, nobody else matters. Yeah, no, it okay. Matter. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. The show, the show matters. Uh, but the show <laughs> is also to help you read comics and help other yeah. people yeah, get into exactly. comics. So you know, uh, I don't so thank know. Thank you, thank you, sir, for having the show. Like, well, thank you. I for completely being agree with that. Like, all the humor aside, what you just said is completely true, and I absolutely love that. And I want more people to read comics. So, on a selfish note, so I have more people to talk to about comics. So there yeah, you go. That's really what it is. We that's we really gain we gain power the more we're worshipped when people read <laughs> exactly. comic books. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh, um, Michael, you've been on the show before, but my other guest, uh, uh, it's her first time on the show. Uh, we got Blue, B-L-U, Blue. Blue, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, what you were talking about earlier about like people getting into comics. Listen, that keeps me having a job. I work at a comic book shop. So it's like the more people that come in, the more I have a job, the more I have a job. So please come into comic book shops, guys. Please support your local comic book shops. Please, I'm begging you. I like to keep a job, okay? Do you? Do you work at a comic shop? I do, yeah. I work That's at a fantastic. comic book shop. Yeah, I gotta say- team? Oh wait, dude, that's awesome! Dude. Oh, so sick. Best, best job I probably have thought? ever had. Wow. You knew this the entire time. You weren't gonna say, <laughs> were gonna say anything. Well, here's the thing: like, like half the people that are guests on this show are comic book store employees, <laughs> and then half, uh, like twenty five percent of them are teachers. Yeah. And then the that's other twenty five percent are miscellaneous, which I think is really interesting. I think the amount of teachers we have on the show is a really interesting percentage. Yeah. Like we have a good amount of teachers. Yeah, some yeah, of my Ambrosia. favorite customers at um my shop are teachers and they they buy tons of like trades just to put in their classroom to help kids get into comics. I'm like, yeah, you're doing the Lord's work. You're doing the Lord's work. That's what, what I used to do when I was younger. What a coincidence, Blue. And I'm gonna add, I'll add you to the spreadsheet. We're putting together a list of comics that should be in schools. Like, and for what age group, we got to like list them out, but we're going to put together a list and put it up on our website when our website's up. And so that like teachers can look at that list and be like, oh, okay, this is good for this age. This is what it teaches. So on yeah. and so forth. Yeah. But since past on there. Beautiful. What's up? Have you guys ever in since past? No. Are we talking Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man. No since way. Past. I was going to say, don't put that comic book on there. Oh, don't put that comic on there. Thank you. Don't. Thank you. I thought 
because because your mic or whatever like skips the first split second of you uh like when you start talking so i thought you were saying put it on there and i'm like yeah that's what I who I did i too. invite yeah. on this show <laughs> i mean that's, whatever that's fine spider-man's fine but yeah that's that's not the great spider-man's movie. fine since not the spider this best spider-man book to start on that's for sure yeah mm. Or um, Ultimate Avengers. Don't don't do Ultimate oh Avengers. My, yeah, guys. no, don't talk, don't look at the Ultimates. No, no, no. Like oh. Ultimate Spider Man's cool. Ultimate, I yeah, would but... say I would say Ultimates is a good one and two are good if you get to look at it through a satirical eye, and if you're doing some sort of English uh, like media literacy kind of thing, where you're like, okay, this was created in two thousand. The Ultimate Universe created in two thousand one. Post it's post nine eleven stuff, right? Like this is post nine eleven America. This is a satire of that. Where can we go from here? You know, yeah, everyone's a jerk. Got it. All right. <laughs> and, and there's you know, I like I like it. I like the Ultimate Universe. I really do. But I see the problem with it. I see the problems with it. Like I don't know. Ultimate Spider-Man is obviously amazing because we also the Peter Parker and that's fantastic and it leads into Miles Morales, of course. And yeah. then we have uh, the Fantastic Four is fine. We actually get an amazing villain out of it with Reed Richards with the Maker. I think that's fine. It's really the Ultimate that I have a problem with, right? Even yeah. X Men is fine. They're all, all yeah. angry because of all the stuff happening to them. I like yeah. Ultimate X Men. Yeah, that Ultimate got X-Men me is into. Fine. Yeah. That got me into buying comics. It's really the Ultimates that have an issue. The Ultimates have the biggest issue. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just the whole entire. It's just, and then the whole entire thing where Wolverine might be the twins' father, and then but that's Ultimate Three. Them. That's Ultimate Three, and that's that's Jeff Loeb. That's not Mark Miller. It definitely like you can tell when the story changes when they change writers. Like you can tell there's yeah. just like such a tonal shift, and then yeah. what it what is supposed to be edgy just becomes really weird and unnecessary. Like, like there's same. edgy, and then there's that. Like Captain America is Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a shame because, yeah, in that book, it is one of my favorite artists, comic artists ever, John, uh, uh, Joe Madeira. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. it's so frustrating because, yeah, that book is so problem, um, full of problems and yeah. just one of my favorite artists on that book. What yeah. Um, before we start, I, I want everybody out there because if people are watching us live, they can see us, they're watching the live stream. Um, for anyone out there who is watching the live stream, you are watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or on youtube.com slash the Keeg show. Um, you can see us, you can see all the comic book covers that we, we put up. Um, but if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on the podcast and that's wherever you get your podcasts from. But I want people to know kind of uh, what to expect from this episode. So what were the books that you read this week, including issue numbers? Cause uh, I think that's important. Michael, would you like to go first? Yeah, please. Oh, you go. Me? Okay. Okay. Sure. I was say you. <laughs> do you do you want all of them, Demetri, or do you just? I want me, your like, whole list. Whole list. Of everything okay, you read, hey. which is both right. a humble brag, but it's also a, a sort of a table of contents for the episode. Got it. So you know, what I mean? no actual order, right? Uh, right. This is what I just came up with on my head. Uh, Creep show number one, public domain number four, vanish number one, which I want to talk about later. Um, Berserker number ten, stuff of nightmares number one, crashing number one. Avengers 60, Judgment Day 5, Edge of Spider-Verse number 4, Legion of X number 5, Strange number 6, Exterminators number 1, Ellie's number 2, Bat, One Bad Day, Two-Face, World's Finest number 7, Batman the Night number 9, Catwoman number 47, Deceased War, The Undead Gods number 2, Harley Quinn 30th Anniversary Special, Nightwing number 6, and Titans United Blood Pack number 1. You okay there, dude? You didn't take a breath. 
that's what I, that's what I read so far. I still have a few more in my stack for this week, but that's what I've read so far. Well, that's crazy, first of all. Uh, but good. That's a lot. You read a lot this. That's more than your normal amount, isn't it? I don't know. Last time I had a pretty lengthy list too. I think. I mean, you normally have a like, you know, you you are known for your length, but now it feels like it's been it's gotten longer. You know, keep getting better. People seem to be reading. They keep missing out. There's so much good stuff. There's there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, uh, I'm still setting this up. Uh, Blue, what'd you what'd you uh, what'd you read? I read Titans United, Blood Pact, number one. I actually have like my little stack right here. Exterminators, number one. Strange, number six. Batman, One Bad Day, Two-Face. The Harley Quinn 30th Anniversary Special. special. I read Judgment Day, um, number five. I got to read Iron Cat, number four. Um, And then I also read Dark Crisis, Young Justice, number four or is it five i forget what we're on right now let me, uh, let me see if I can... dark crisis four. Young okay four. so it is and then i also got to read sorry some of my books are just like everywhere um and then i also got to read jane foster and the mighty thor number four also oh. a great book okay nice, that book nice. So good. that's an impressive list what's everyone talking about that's so good yeah um for me uh i read nightwing uh, nightwing 96 the flash 786 Avengers 60, Batman Superman World's Finest 7, Fantastic Four 47, Axe Judgment Day 5, uh, Batman the Night 9, Edge of Spider-Verse 4, Dark Crisis Young Justice 4, Legion of X 5, and I had to go back and read Legion of X 3 and 4 to catch up. Uh, Then Batman One Bad Day 2 Face, Mm, Exterminators 1, Avengers Forever 9, Black Adam 4, is that it? That's it. I think that's it. Also, and there's still impressive. some. That I, there's still some that I missed. I was kind of sad. I don't feel like a lot of um, independence that I re- read came out this week, and I do love independent books, but a lot of the ones that I read weren't out this week, and I'm like, damn, that really sucks. It always, yeah, you know? yeah. terrible it's, when that happens. Terrible. Uh, shout out right now to that one wizard kid out there on uh, on Twitch. What's up? What one is wizard up? Kid. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't read too many indies, but I wait for you guys to give me suggestions. And that's just that's just me because I'll, I'll do it. Like, I mean, there are good independent stuff out there, but I do like my Marvel and my DC. I like my connected universes. I like my big, expansive stories. That's just me. But there there sense. are comic books out there for anyone, you know, whether it's a DC book, a Marvel book or some indie publisher. Um, there's good stuff. Um Agreed. Let's talk about our picks of the week. Um, if you had to pick one, if I have to force you to pick one, maybe you got a runner up. That's up to you guys. What would your uh, what would your pick of the week be? Um, who who knows theirs right off the bat? Michael, you know yours. Yeah, okay. knows. Sure. Um, yeah, it's I have two as always. Um, uh-huh. Uh, Nightwing uh, 96 and then uh, Judgment Day issue 5 or 2 that just threw me for a loop this and this week which was fantastic in a good in such a good way I love let's it. uh let's talk about Nightwing 96 Blue yeah, did you read this 96. one I have not so I haven't picked up the most recent Nightwing series and what? I do love Dick Grayson I love Dick Grayson as a character I do um but I have 
personal gripes with how he's been written in like the past couple of years. And so that's what always has been making me very hesitant to pick up his material because I feel a lot of the times his characterization has been kind of lost. But if you guys, if you guys recommend it, I may pick it up. I may pick it up. Okay. I may pick it up. Um, oh, he's, he's pulling out the trade. He's pulling out the trade, guys. Read that one. That's he's not on camera was. technically right now, but let me. <laughs> oh, let me, well, this let is me... just for Blue. This is just for her. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's leap, leaping into the light, volume one. Okay. You have okay. to start there. Start with the Infinite Frontier yeah. run, which don't is don't read what... anything before that. I mean, I liked the Rebirth one, like from volume one, two, three, and four. But then when you start getting to Rick Grayson, like that's just terrible. Um, no, when. <sighs> Uh, when it was New 52, New 52, I have so many gripes with it. And so yeah. I remember reading that version of Nightwing and I literally was just like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Even That this is, I mean, yeah. New 52 messed a lot of things up. New 52 did a lot of bad things. It did a lot of good things, but yeah, it did a lot of really bad things. There's, it's very black and white when it comes yeah. to New 52. Yeah. yeah. But then, then the art style changed in like every single issue too for all the comics. It <laughs> yeah. drove me insane. Yeah, they had they only had the artists on contract for the first twelve issues of all the new fifty two books. After that, yeah. then they, they they did whatever they want. So the first year was fine, uh, but then after that, just went haywire. They only had the real plan for like the first two years. After that, it was just nuts. Like- it was just they did whatever they wanted, and nothing made sense. And they were just backtracking on each other, and it was not good. In, exactly. in my, opinion, my opinion. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion. Um, are you cool with spoilers, Blue? Oh, no, I'm absolutely fine with spoilers. The only thing right. I know is that Barbara and Dick are a thing again. I love them. I love them. I do. I love them. I know we were talking about this, that you guys don't, yeah, but I'm I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, Starfire and Nightwing Supremacy, y'all. I like Starfire. I do. But I, I also like her better in the comics than I do in the Teen Titans cartoon, because the Teen Titans cartoon has her be like, ditzy alien girl. Oh, do you know what I forgot? I also what? read the... Uh, DC vs. Vampires All Out War. Oh, okay. The yeah. issue that came out this week, which is very heavily Starfire. That reminded me. She's very oh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't get to read it. In that issue. And then she's fantastic. I didn't get to read it yet. Her thing of those. Is it, uh, she can't be turned into a vampire in that series, but she helps vampires, you know. No, walk don't, don't sunlight. spoil, don't spoil the big twist in issue six. Oh. That's all I say about this show. But that's fine. That part's fine. But the big twist in issue six. Okay, that's fine. I, I won't do like... it on this this issue, but I mean this this episode. But going forward, we have to talk about it because this week, upcoming week, is the trade for volume one of it, so people oh, can great. read it at that point. Okay. So going for next issue, uh, next episode I'm on, no yeah. promises. But Blue, I won't do anything read, for this one. Have you read DC versus Vampires? Yeah, I've enjoyed it way more than I was expecting to. Um, Me too. Me too. I... I really, I didn't know what to, like, going into it, I didn't, I really was thinking to myself, I don't know, this is going to be a really big hit or miss for me, and it was immediately a hit. I think the art style, too, phenomenal, it's beautiful, it's stunning, it's incredible, I adore it. Art, for me personally, if the art isn't good, it's very hard for me to get into the comic. It's very hard for me to get into it. What if it's good, but but the story is bad? Um... Then I cry internally. I cry internally. That's how I felt. You know, that's how I felt about the new 52 a lot. Uh, yeah. Some of the art I really enjoyed. And then the story would be really bad. And then I would just sit there and think to myself, why am I reading this? I literally just want to look at pretty pages. I'm right. a really big cover collector too. So art is very bit important to me, I will say. I will say art is extremely important to me. 
And that's do you great. do you collect single issues? Is that your your thing? Because I'm a big trades guy. I collect single issues. Um, there we I'm go. a really I love big. That. I love collecting single issues. Uh, I'm a big, really big variant co- cover collector. Um, I spent thirty bucks this week buying one of the Harley Quinn variants um, for the thirtieth anniversary special. Uh-huh. I will always buy the really expensive ones. Uh, you know, uh, I'm making a collage of all my Scarlet Witch covers, so. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a very expensive hobby to buy single issues. I will say it is a very expensive hobby. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, if you're buying <laughs> variants, yes. If you're buying just the standard issues, they're practically the same amount as if you buy a trade. No, just, trades yes, they are. are. Trade, they're four dollars. They're re- re- usually about four to si- five, four to six issues. Yeah, that's uh-huh. about twenty bucks to twenty-four dollars for a trade. They're roughly the same amount. And you get it sooner. A six a six issue trade is is not as expensive anymore. I think they're about twenty four to thirty bucks. Yes, <laughs> which is uh, I know you know more than right me. Now. I know, but I'm just gonna fight you on it. Please. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at this. I'm gonna look. They've been going uh, up. They used to be fourteen ninety nine. A lot of the like, trades and and the early like volume ones of Image where they started at nine nine nine, which is great, but they've stopped doing a lot of that. They're usually like $19.99. Uh, do I need to pick a more recent $24.99 and stuff like that? Yeah, the prices have gone up for new, new yeah. stuff. So single issues are just as affordable, if not probably cheaper, depending on what you get. 9, 10, 11, 12, 5, 6, it should be, 7, 8. This is eight issues for 18 bucks. But this yeah. is this is an older one. Yeah, the printing was a while ago. <laughs> the new, no new ones cheap. are expensive. All right. And especially if you're getting hardcovers. Oh my gosh. Well, don't oh get gosh. hardcovers. That's not my fault. I can't guys. stop it. Talk to Omnibus Collector on TikTok. Like I <laughs> talked to him. He's the one that infected me with all these Omnibus now that I have finally. Because yeah. I have all these issues. I have all of them, but I had to get the pretty hardcovers now. I mean, I only get pretty hardcovers if the run, if I can get the whole run in hardcovers. So yeah, like the I have ones, yeah. Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin run for hardcovers with like jackets mm-hmm. you know oh oh look at that guy oh what, look at that what guy. issue does that end on Fat. it's all of jeff john's run well, so when when's jeff like, john's final up to like 60 70s and plus all the miniseries he did connecting them yeah yeah that's crazy it's nuts it's that absolutely fat insane. old book but to, to touch on Blue's point about the, the art, though, like I get customers all the time. I'm like, hey, oh, you're enjoying this book. It's super good. And they, they get all embarrassed. They're like, oh, I'm just getting it for the art. Good. Like you're literally buying a piece of art. It's like half the medium. If you're just yeah. getting it for art, that's also fantastic. Like, right. That's mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's literally half the medium. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a movie. A movie can yeah. look good and you might like a movie because it looks good. Yeah. 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 nothing wrong with that. It can be a yeah. really bad movie, but the cinematography can be great and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay, okay. you yeah. know. Um, Nightwing '96 though, I I I like it because it kind of ends the first kind of. It's not a first arc, but it's like it's the, first. the subplot. The blockbuster plot is kind of like the subplot compared to the the new villain that we're getting, right? Really, you been... think? I thought blockbusters the a plot, and that villain has been popping in and out. Well, the villain's not the main plot. Com- that heart, compared heart, to like the big overarching story, yes, the big overarching story is the heart dude, the new what's villain. Um, I forget his not like heart. I forget his name, but he's a brand new villain. He keeps yeah. popping up Heartless. with the blockbuster. Heartless. Heartless. Um, he keeps popping up in the main story. Yeah, right? and so he's the big overarching villain. This big the blockbuster 
story is what we've been getting, but right. he's not the he's not the end game here. No, you know, so that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I, I did like this issue. Thanos, yeah. I love the art. Bruno um, Redondo, man. Oh my god. Bruno Redondo is an amazing artist, one of the best right now. Um, Blue, you got to get on this Nightwing run. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you on it. We got to get you on it. Okay, maybe, maybe. Again, I think if I was if I was a fan of Barbara Gordon, I feel like I would definitely be reading it, if that makes sense. If I was a fan of Barbara Gordon, I would be reading it more. You're not it's, even a fan of Barbara Gordon at all? It, I thought you just wanted Dick with Starfire, but you don't even like Barbara Gordon do. at all. I, again, it's I have I can write an entire essay about how I feel Please about do. Barbara Gordon. Okay, I I will be posting that soon. That's my next video essay. That's what it's going to be about. Okay. Uh-oh. Do you hate Actually, Gail Simone also? DM me when that's live. I'd love to. Take oh my god. Um, I don't. Okay, I think I enjoy Barbara when she is Oracle. I feel oh, making yeah. her Batgirl again was a lot of character aggression for her because I, I feel that that was a really big crux of her story and having her go back into the character of Batgirl was extremely unnecessary. And now we have like three different Batgirls running around. We have Stephanie Brown, we have Cassandra yeah. Kane, and now we have Barbara Gordon. Yeah. It's just, it's too many cooks in the kitchen. It's too many cooks in the kitchen. I can't, I can't deal with it today. I mean, I we can't have multiple Robins. Today. Why can't we have multiple Batgirls? Okay, well, here is the thing. All of them, except for Damien, are no longer Robin, okay? Are we splitting hairs and saying- Tim is now, because he's getting his own book. He's Robin. Tim is back to being Robin after being red Robin. also don't like that. I also don't (laughs) like that as well. That's another thing. That's another thing. You have these characters going through their entire arcs of, you know, breaking themselves away from Bruce and coming into their own. And then you just kind of put them back into this character aggression. I agree. And, the only and so, one. you know, it really is one of those things where I'm just sitting there like, you've got to be kidding me. We just went through like years, years of you not being Robin and all of a sudden you're back to him. Um, you're talking about Tim? Think, Tim? Yeah, Tim. I did not like when Tim gave up being Robin. He was red really? Robin. I hated that red Robin bullshit. They don't know I, what the yeah. DC doesn't know what to do with Tim. He's he's well now he's I, I'm popular, hoping, but they don't know what to do with him because they're giving him he, his own it's, series. It's pretty solidly Robin now. So who else can he be? The other two Robins, right? Not Dick Grayson is the only one successfully made his own character. Jason yeah. had to die to become his own character, yeah. right? And so like anyone else, Damien took Robin, right? So yeah. Tim is kind of like left in the dust right now. DC doesn't really know what to do with him. I would have, I would like it if Damien picked a different name. It would be cool if Tim was Robin and Damien picked a different name. He can go be Batman. That would not be that would not be who Damien is, though, sir. Damien's like, I'm obviously Robin is the next, and the next step is Batman, who I am destined to be. I can't be another person. I'm obviously Robin. Get out of here. There's so many stories about that already. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. I'm just saying. He's the blood son. He's the blood son. Okay. Who cares about? Ask him. He'll tell you. (laughs) I care about him. Damien is my. He is my favorite Robin. Are you, I will reading, say that with my, are you reading the current Robin run? Yes, I loved it. it just I ended too. loved it really so much. It. Are you, mm-hmm. uh, did you read Robin versus Batman number one I that did. came out last week? Yeah, I enjoy that so much. Robin versus Batman also, uh, the DC animated film, one of my favorite DC animated films. I love that they had um, Damien in general. That was one of my favorite things that they did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it really won me over. This the Joshua Williamson Robin run is 
phenomenal. Before it ended, I think those are the three strongest DC books. It was Nightwing, Robin, and Batgirls. And mm. the Robin run in general, Josh Williams' Robin run, made me fall in love with Damien. I wasn't a huge fan of Damien. I only liked him when Grant Morrison was writing him before the New 52 with uh, Dick Grayson and Robin, uh, Dick, Dick Grayson Batman. Mm-hmm. But this Joshua Williamson Robin run was phenomenal. Really gave Damien some, first off, emotional growth, also some physical growth. He literally grew, which was great, yeah. and made him a leader and hero in his own right, which I like. And they're addressing his family, which I always love. So. And they also addressed um, him and John's relationship. Yeah. About um, what was the quote? He's like, they either grow up or they leave you. Right in the heart. That went right in the heart when he said mm-hmm. that. That hurt so bad i will never forgive them for aging up uh john i feel like again they just took away so much character yeah. growth he could have they really did yeah and... michael bendis like seriously, yeah. i also like the super sons has such way more story to tell they yeah, really yeah exactly it's so much they more story did. to tell and he, he just grew up john just because he wanted to for some reason i don't know it was, also that was a terrible also, decision by michael connor bendis. kent should have been that kind of push connor kent towards the shut up he and have John and have John kind of move up. Uh, I want to shout out BT Artist out there, uh, who's awesome. Um, I'm I'm sure we're all following BT Artist on um, on uh, uh, TikTok and whatnot. BT Artist says, uh, uh, in his opinion, the one thing that he likes about Barbara being Batgirl again is her having the choice of not being Batgirl again. Because they've mentioned it in the comics, like she has the use of her limbs and whatnot. Sometimes she's at the seat and sometimes she's not. Right. Um, so Ben says, uh, not having it taken from her. So that part is true. So it's her being able to choose whether she wants to be Batgirl or not, as opposed to not having a choice. Uh, Ben also says Robin being taken from Tim kind of stinks. The red Robin identity also, eh, but call him Cardinal. And now we're cooking with fire. That name, you know what? That name is pretty good. That name is pretty good. That name uh, is pretty good. I don't know. You it know? seems to me like for me, it's just like how Bendis tried to call him Drake. Like it's just another bird name. Drake was so bad. It's so like, silly for me. Drake's like, also bad, sure. but like sure. Drake's also bad because there's a singer named Drake. I know. Oh, isn't the whole point of having a secret identity is to keep your identity a secret and you're just yeah. I'm yeah, Drake. It's so, like when man. he was Agent Grayson. I'm like, what happened to what happened yeah, to Yeah, but he was a secret agent. No one knew. Yeah. Um, like everybody. <laughs> Everybody knew with that ugly buzz cut, with that terrible buzz cut. No, but it was so you funny tell from in, a, the butt. in a Batgirl annual. It was so funny because like what? he he could mask his face right with the technology, yeah. so no, she didn't know. But like he was walking away and she recognized his ass. Yeah. Like that's how she was like, "Wait, hold up! I knew I recognized that ass." Yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like, of course. Of that course. ass enough times. Yeah. Oh god. She knew. She knew. Uh, Blue, I want to know what your pick of the week is. My oh um well we were talking about two because Michael did two so I'm a Michael two. did two we didn't talk about Axe Judgment Day yet because we will we will yes we have to that's to. a big thing yeah but, yes I also ran Judgment Day so that we can yeah. discuss that and I also I gotta say something common cool. Exterminators Titans Blood Pact <sighs> both of them first both of them are the first ones in the series. Yeah. I really enjoy them. I think we're off to a really good start. I think both of them have something new to offer for the story. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, when I was reading Exterminators, um, it felt like a girl's road trip. It really did. You know, it felt like yeah. an adventure. Me and my friends would be going on. It felt like this is how a girl's night would go for all of us. And I love that this Titans United because, you know, you have like the original core group. You've got Donna Troy, you got Clark, uh, you got Superboy, Connor Kent, you have Starfire, you have Beast Boy, you have Raven. 
Um, and I, I just think it's fantastic. I think it's a fantastic new way to breathe life into these older characters for sure. Um, you know? If you had to pick one, which one would you pick? Cause I'm going to ask you questions about it. <sighs> Let's go. Exterminators. Let's go exterminators. Then. All right. Let's go. All right. Let's I talk about say, exterminators. I yeah. loved it. I loved it also. So Michael, good. did you watch it or read it? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I what I like about it is that like a lot of the X-Men books take place on Krakoa, but this one's a classic, like we're mutants in man's world again, right? Like yeah. we're we're superheroes, right? We're superheroes just hanging out, doing our thing. Um and the lineup of characters, I've been waiting for an X-Women book for a while, ever since we got the X-Men run that had all women in it. You know what I'm Wood, talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, that was, like, super cool. And so the, the core three in this, until we get X-23 at the end, are Dazzler, Jubilee, and Boom Boom. And they have such specific personalities that I love. And the artist is amazing. I don't know who the artist is, but like, let's look it up. Like, right now. they're, 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 uh, you know, this book has such an entertaining dialogue. I think that's what I loved about this book. There's also it mature does. content warning in the beginning. It is. I know there should have been, but yeah. like, it's so like, I can see people talking like this and I can enter. I've had conversations like this before. So, like, yeah, it's so, it's such a believable dialogue. It's so entertaining to end to read. It's so, so fun. The artist uh, is Carlos Gomez. Yeah. BT artist says, art, artist is Carlos Gomez. Thanks, Ben. Um, uh, and thanks, Blue. <laughs> you both answered it. Um, yeah. Is it just me or are the characters too hot? Because I was reading, I was reading it and I'm like, is that I don't what am I, okay. I what am I supposed to do with this? This is the art is 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 too hot. I've never been attracted to Boom Boom until now. I love her characterization. I love all the one-liners between her and Jubilee. I I adore uh, female characters who embrace their femininity and it's not, you know, used as like against them and right. it doesn't downplay their character. And so I think, what was it? Uh, she calls her like a bimbo Barbie or something like that. She I'm keeps like, you know riffing on it, right? I love it. And the fact that Boom Boom's just like, hell yeah, hell yeah. I love that. I love that. That honestly that's good and again as as a woman um these are conversations that very much feel like this is how me and my friends are you know and so reading this this is it felt like a girl's trip it felt like a girl's trip you know it's like we go to some really bad dive bar you know we take pre-shots we're dancing around you know we're in a little emotional state one of us dresses up a lot and the other all like dress it down and it's like wait this is supposed to be a sad girls club today yeah you know it it felt like a fun girls trip. It really did. It really did. And then Laura being in it now. Yeah. I love it. I love it. The the thing that strikes me as different about this book, because I was like, all the jokes they're making to Boom Boom should be quote unquote offensive. But like when you talk to your friends and whatever, like sometimes you roast them, right? Like you, you do your thing. But the reason why I think it came off as they are friends and it came off well is because you have a woman writing it. It's not, yeah. let's just say, I love Chris Claremont, but Chris Claremont can't write this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's the grandpappy of, of X-Men. Awesome. But Chris Claremont can't write this. And like all the, all the jokes about being a bimbo Barbie is different if a guy wrote it. Because yeah. then it's, it's just this negative kind of thing. It's just a different context. Well, yeah. there's a whole entire... Um 
you know, essay that I read once, I forget the name of it, about rec the reclaiming of the word bimbo. Um, and it's one of those things where it originally started as a word to degrade and demean women, but now it is something where women are embracing it. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm a feminine person. I enjoy like being a girl because for a really long time, um, if you were super feminine, it was looked down upon. And that meant, you know, you were trying to appease the masses. Again, that's where we see the whole entire, uh, not like other girls trope that came in yeah. for a ton of media. Like the, the pick me's. Yeah, exactly. Like Katniss Everdeen and whatever her name is from the Divergent series. Oh, all that, of that one. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. All of the ones who were like, oh, I'm just not going to be hyper feminine like at all. And if I am like that character's the bad guy. I just love to see it. I love to see this uh, reclaiming of hyper femininity. And again, all of their outfits in this, by the way, are phenomenal. I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah. And, you know, we got a glimpse of one of Dazzler's outfits um, at the very start with like the little booty shorts. I forget what they say. I was like, this is hilarious. This is perfect. This is I posted, perfect. I posted I that it. picture on the Keeg's Instagram at the Keeg show. Um, the one where she's so blowing up vampires. Left I right. have the book right here. Where does it? It's also super bloody. It's so funny. Blue. What? What? What was the cover that you got? By the way, can, can oh, you show I me the cover? Have, yeah, I of course both. you got the Arthur Adam ones. Of course, I, I did. did. I and then I too. also got um the little the little cheese. Scotty Youngs. Yeah, the Scotty yeah, Young cover. Scotty Youngs. Always the Scotty Youngs. Uh, if I ever see a Scotty Youngs cover, third cover, right? Media. Well, there's the yeah, there's cover. the there's yeah. the main cover. Mm. Very collector, dude. That and peach book covers, I will always get. Peach Momoko, will... Of course, you got to get the peach Momoko cover. Yeah, nope. good call. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. This, this this book was really fun. I really enjoyed it. The book. Was it, it like it, it's nothing crazy because it's the one minute they're in the bar, next minute they're like in these crazy uh, like escape death traps? room thing, death yeah. traps yeah. for some reason. So we're gonna find out what that's about. But it's it nothing crazy. But it's a fun book. Yeah, it's it's just it doesn't take itself too seriously, and I feel. With everything we're getting right now with Legion of X, with um, Marauders, Excalibur, and then Judgment Day, I feel like it's a really nice offset and it's something where it's just fun. It's yeah. fun. They're fighting vampires right now. Like her Dazzler's boyfriend ended up being a vampire. And I'm just like, this is that kind of classic out there, silly, fun. Like it just, it, it's just a fun story. And I think that's what's going to be really refreshing to read for sure. Yeah. You know? Then the dialogue just make it amazing. Like, like I said, mm -hmm. before, so. the dialogue, dialogue it reminds great. me, this one reminds me of the end of Nightwing 96 where Electrocutioner is flipping oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Screw you, screw all this. Yeah, F the, this, F this, yeah. They put the uh, DC Comics um, seal of approval over it's everything. The, it's, the, it's the comic code approval. The comic logo. code, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love had it on all comics. Yeah, I had it on all comics. It's a yeah. comic code. But it doesn't say notes. comic code on that picture, right? Yeah. On that, whatever they put. I, I forget um, what is Jubilee says get in losers we're going to therapy oh my god I posted that one on my story that was hilarious that it, was perfect that was perfect I love that so much. it does say comic code by the way oh does it oh. say comic code because oh, okay. uh yeah approved by the authority comic code of DC comics so like oh it does okay. say DC but it does say comic code yeah. oh okay um uh yeah so so yeah it was funny um I heard that this uh, Exterminator's book is going to be M.A. And they're going to. I heard they may take off the censors, but that's just what I heard. Because I they Marvel literally have that. a big. Drops. What's I don't up? Know if Marvel will do that. There was a couple drops, no? I think. There were a couple drops in there, you know. Um, some of them weren't. I think 
yeah. I don't know what one it is. But probably not thinking F- F- I don't think any F words were. Yeah, maybe yeah. shit and stuff like that. But I don't think Marvel would do Marvel, Marvel would used to do, do the max books. titles. They only, that's what I'm saying on their normal books. Yeah, their max yeah. titles are for mature audiences. Yes, yeah. but their X-Men books, I don't think they would. I mean, you can't get more mature than a big page of M.A. with blood splatter or whatever, right? I love that. I love that. It set the tone perfectly, I feel like. But it's this possible. Series. This, yeah, this is, I mean, this is like at the top end of what you can get away with, to be honest with you. Yeah. Me. Like you yeah. can get, you can get a lot worse and they do. On so then why lines, market but... M.A.? Because then it's not really M.A. It's just a marketing thing. They're like, oh, they, we want to seem edgy without actually being edgy. Well, then they should have just said rated X. Oh. I think that's for too X-Men. edgy. Back for it X-Men. up. For Back X-Men. it up, sir. For X-Men. You get what I'm saying? Sir, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they sure, played man. on that, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. I had two picks for this week, too. I can't wait. But I'm going to have to pick one because I observed the rules. Dude, be a and, rebel on your own show. I can do whatever I want, but you can do literally whatever you want. Yeah, you can have five picks. We will get to everything. We'll get to everything. (laughs) Um, my two picks are both DC titles. Okay, good stuff. Um, one is Batman Superman World's Finest. Oh my god, uh, number seven. Yes, amazing things happen there, and the art is also really good. Dan Mora's art is so good. Oh my god, Dan Mora. Um, give me Mora that Mora, you know? What a, oh my God. What a talented individual. I am <laughs> obsessed with his art. Please groan louder, Blue, because I barely caught that. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Was that loud oh enough? God. Was that loud enough for you? Was that loud enough for you? It, I got it. I got Dim- it now. Dimitri, that, that World's Finest is important, though, I think. I think people need to be... I don't think people realize how important World's Finest is for DC in general. Yeah. Because, like, especially, like, reading Batman versus Robin, number one, last time. Like, if you weren't reading World's Finest, you wouldn't... First off, you wouldn't know that villain unless you, yeah. like, knew old school... D, like, old school Golden and Silver Age DC. Is like, he old school? He's old he, school. Yeah, he was an old villain. They haven't oh, used forever. And, but he was, shows up in World's Finest, which is a past book. I think they're going to use World's Finest to set up new storylines in DC. Be like, oh yeah, he's always been around. Yeah. This book is in the past, right? So like, so like, I think that's World's Finest is much more important than I think a lot of people mm-hmm. are realizing. Um, my also, my other pick is Batman the Night, number nine. Oh my God, yes. So- uh, and that's because... I mean, it's almost done. It's one issue till the end. It's only a 10 issue miniseries. Chips and like, yeah. It's amazing. It's about Blue. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about Batman, Batman the, the Night? Night? Yeah, no, I adore it. Um, I'm a huge Zatanna fan. So when she oh. came into the series, I was like, that the issue one was issue, so good. right? She that had issue one issue. Was yeah, so just good. The, just the one issue. I was like, yes, oh. perfect, fantastic. I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she was Tara, yeah, so good, so good, also, so also good. I, I like the idea that like every mentor in Batman. Okay, uh, uh, I don't want to. I'm explain the book real quick to me too. Then I'm going to explain the book. Batman: yeah. The Night, number nine. So it's a ten issue miniseries. We're on number nine. Basically, it takes place before Bruce Wayne becomes Batman, but he's going around the world to different mentors, learning different things. He'll learn detective skills from one person. He'll learn disguises from another person. Blah 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 blah. And so, but, but there's this overarching thing that leads him to Rachel Ghoul. And that's kind of what this issue is. So um, we have to deal with that. And there's only one issue left. Um, but, uh, oh, the Zatanna Zatara one was really good, Blue. It was um, 
anything with Zatanna to me is top tier, honestly. I think yeah, she's agreed. phenomenal character. Phenomenal yeah. character. Ooh, have you read have you read uh, the Just League Dark series? I love Justice League Dark. I oh my god, I knew you Justice would. League I knew Dark. you would. I, I was Satana one year for Halloween back in high school. And That's you know, when I when I get into a stable relationship, I will definitely coerce somebody into being John Constantine. I really will. I really will. <laughs> is okay? that is, is that uh is that who you shit with Zatanna? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Is there anyone else? I mean some people ship her with Bruce. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But I I, I like I don't ship her them. Z. But they're they're who? like young loves, you know. You don't ship who? Uh, Bruce and and Zatanna. Yeah, I don't either. I see that's it. A, I can that's see a, it. Re- but... That's a really good way. What you said, like they're a younger love. I feel like for the place that Bruce was in in that like issue, great. But when they are older, they would not work together. They're just at yeah. different points in their life, you know. I uh, I also, but I don't think that Constantine deserves Zatanna. Oh no, no. Look, but that's they're fair. good. It's good. Like he's aware of that though, and that's what makes it so sad. Okay, he is fully aware. This is is a man who plays cocky, but then has severe self esteem issues. Okay, as, okay. As someone who has been in that position before, I don't think it makes up that you're self aware. Oh no, I think yeah, he you got to be better. Her, but he's not. He's he never doesn't better. deserve her. No, but they end up. I like them together. I do. I yeah, together. I love well, them together in apocalypse. They're sexy together. Like it, it works. Sexy right. together. Visually yeah. speaking, it works well together. They understand so. each other. I think that's that's the thing, right? They live in the world with each other. They've right. gone through so just as much trauma Jim. as each other, right? No, just they've gone through just as much trauma to each other, yeah. right? They have they train together, right? But they have like such they do have such a connection. They also have a they were they knew each other when they were younger, right? Yeah. When John was even worse in his cocky nature, right? Yeah. Ended up getting her dad killed, right? Like imagine Wait, doing the dad because going of forward. Constantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Swamp, the original Swamp Thing series by Alan Moore. Oh. They were trying to. They had a séance, and he knew what he was doing, but he didn't tell anyone. Because if he told told them, they wouldn't have done it. So that's fucked up. Of course, it is. That's Constantine. Yeah, yeah. doing well, wrong things yeah. for the right so reasons. He even more yeah. doesn't deserve her. So, listen. Everybody in comics does something a little. Yeah, I, need little I, mean, I need to yeah. stop talking. I need to stop talking. No, Blue, you're you're completely right. We were just talking about this before we aired, right? How Grayson is a is a jerk. Was a jerk to yeah. both women. Star, no matter who you like him with, Starfire and Barbara, the two big loves of his life. He was the biggest jerk to both of them on multiple occasions. Yeah. He's one of my favorite characters, but be real. He was he's he's I think he's grown a lot since then. They write him better in the in that yeah. aspect. But but back in the day, he was just terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Um what was I saying? Uh so Batman the Night Nine. <laughs> yeah, so that one's good. The art's good, and the, the writer is um is uh it's Chip Sadarsky writing it. Um but I want to talk about uh, Batman Superman World's Finest number seven and the art and like you're you, I like your idea, Michael, that like this this book because it's still in the past. Yeah, it's in the this past. Book is just going to take place in the past and set up plot points for the present. Yeah, which sounds cool to me. No, I think that's exactly what it's doing. Like I said, I don't think people realize how important World's Finest is. Neither did I. I thought it was, I just liked the creative team and I was super excited about it. It's yeah. funny. It's beautiful. It's such action-packed, bringing up amazing uh, heroes that haven't worked together in forever. It seems so old school, but also ridiculously new school at the same time. Yeah. And, but what they're doing with it, I think that's what they're doing with it. I think they're making it 
important to the overall DC universe, like setting up new storylines going forward. I like it. Also, it's been a while since I've had a Batman Superman team up book that I love because like I haven't loved one since the Jeff Loeb, Ed McGinnis kind of run, whatever that run was, Public Enemies and onwards. Like that run was good to me. But then like the run since then, I'm like, I also liked the next one with with uh, Michael Turner before he died. Uh, was the Supergirl? Run. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah I mean I that, that, one that whole yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just run. I'm just going on what you're saying, yeah. but I, well, I agree because we the current ones are always in current continuity where Batman is a jerk and super dark and depressed all the time. This world's finest one is taking place like back in like Silver, like end of Golden Age, early Silver Age, where he's still right. like, we can do this team with with you know exactly. The are updated. Which I like. They're, they're updated, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, you have you have Grayson as Robin being like, "We can do it, Batman." Batman's like, "Oh, you, you, we, we got this, chum." Right? Did yeah. We, exactly. Did we all read this, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I it's it. it's more than Silver Age mentality. Because Dick Grayson, oh, yeah. yeah, Dick Grayson's hitting on a Candorian. I loved that. Being like, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Everything, uh, everything's bigger. It's bigger this on Earth. Child. Yeah. Oh God. It's like good for him. You know, and I mean, also, yeah, come on, he's the story person. too. This is the story of this issue, too. Um, because it had that lightheartedness that I feel yeah. like has been overarching in the world's finest. Like you said, it's a very it feels very golden age, it feels a little campy, it feels a little silly, it doesn't take itself too seriously. And again, that's why I've been loving exterminators because it doesn't take itself too seriously. But um, then the heart of where you have this kid and again, he meets his parents again on this alternate earth and he's going to them and he's so excited to see them again. And he has this wave of relief only to realize that these people are also traumatic as well. Like they're also traumatized and they think, you know, that this is like some joke. It's just, it hurt a lot to read. It was extremely well done, but hurt a lot, hurt a lot, you know? Yeah. I think that's um, a big thing that comics are missing nowadays too. Like, I think a lot of people miss, at least I do, is I love the drama in it. You need to have, along with the action fighting and punching, of course, but having the drama in there in the comic is going to add to the storyline and be more interesting. And this is bringing a lot of drama into the world, into this world that seems very campy. Like, right. Yeah. That's the, the contradiction to it, which I love that, that um, juxtaposition of what they're trying yeah. to do with, with the story, which is really cool. Yeah. It's campy, but again, the costumes are updated. So Dick Grayson doesn't yeah. have the booty shorts. And like they mentioned that though he did though they mentioned that they, yeah. when he was carrying him he did you right. got pants now <laughs> did you uh, know that it's a it's a leotard actually yeah the fact it's a leotard yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not I mean, even yeah. booty shorts no, the fa- I, I like i belt. can't i know i can't it's he has like it's a it's a red vest really it's he's yeah. wearing a vest and i'm like god damn they it's really leotard, did that poor boy vest and then a belt on it yeah the clasps right but here. it's like, still it still is his whole his whole Grayson yeah, was swinging out there. with his pixie booties. Yeah. You know, um, the art is also really good. And when Dick shows everybody uh, or shows this new kid, the Titans, I'm like, God damn, Donna Troy. Whew. Donna Troy. She did not need to be that. Effective. Why is she looking? Oh, why is she uh, I was saying the exact same thing. I'm so, I wasn't going to say shit about that. What Thank is, you, Dimitri, for being braver than me. Oh my is, God. Yes. Why? What is going on? Why is she so attractive right there? I'm going to post that picture because like everybody needs to respect. You know? Dan Moore was just flexing right there. He's like, watch what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I'm happy that they're remembering Donna Troy because I feel like they forgot about her for a while. Um, after 
uh, what was it from probably like 2000, like for just 10 years, it felt like from like 2010 to 2020, they just completely forgot about her existence. Kind of like they have with Connor Kent, kind of like they have with Connor Kent. Um, and now they're bringing her back into the fold and I love that. Now do that with Connor Kent, but don't give him this disgusting black t-shirt with a, like, you know, with the red super symbol, bring back like, you know, well, his classic rocker jacket and everything and his like red Bloom, pants. I'm sorry. I disagree with you on that one, Bloom. I'm sorry. He looks I love so, the shirt. I love the shirt. He looks so boring. He looks I, so boring. Okay? I like his, uh, I like his jacket that he gets like towards the end of his own series with where it's not the leather jacket but it's the full uniform so all the lines at like match up when he zips his jacket up but his jacket is the red and blue jacket to his red and blue jumpsuit you know what i'm talking about the best yes well one of the best iterations though one of the things that i liked in the new 52 was they gave him a new look that wasn't jeans and a t-shirt they gave him that all black bodysuit with red and i was like you know what i like that that's a lot better it okay. wasn't even connor though it wasn't connor, i know no. it wasn't but you know what it just i did. like that i, I like the two blue i like that one too i did i did better like than I, t-shirts and jeans yeah, the t-shirt jeans thing i actually liked the preview image they never used it which unfortunately the preview image with him in one of the teen titans covers where it was the black but he was wearing like a vest and he had the tattoo symbol on his shoulder oh yeah i love that look a lot right yeah he went sleeveless and he was wearing like a vest and then like black onesie but he yeah. had the superman tattoo on his arm uh his shoulder and i actually like that look but they never used it it was only like for a cover or two um yeah which i was sad about yeah yeah um by the way titans Fourth united Blood pact is based it's the same lineup as the Titans show um and it's a different continuity it's not the same continuity as uh normal dc comics I think it's out of continuity, um, but that way they can they can kind of put their lineup in and kind of do what they want. But Blood yeah. Pact was good because I did not like Titans United the first run. I gave I up it was on that. Fun. Real it was fast. fun. It wasn't anything good. It wasn't great, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed but Blood it. Pact is better. I want to say that Blood Pact is better. Um, like I'm not going to act like That's the good. exactly. I'm not going <laughs> to act like the writing is phenomenal, but I just I enjoy the concept that they are coming with. I have my own theories for it. I really enjoyed the ending of it as well. Uh, I enjoyed the fact that um, the Furious Five are back. I oh. love that. I think they're such a fun character group to bring in. Um, and there's a Wait, line are they called that, the Furious Five or Fearsome Five? Because there's a bunch of in comics. There's Fatal Five, Fearsome yeah, Five. I, I don't. It's something like that. It's something like that. But um, one of the things that he says is, Dick says, is just annoyed. We've been fighting these guys since we were kids. And I'm like, honestly, yeah. And that's part of the fun whenever they come in is that they're just these recurring villains. And it's one of those things like, dude, are you ever going to give up? Like, have we not been through this before? Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. That's what I like about Young Justice is when they they become friends with um, Icicle Jr. Yeah. I love Bicycle Junior. I love him so much. And it's Underrated like, yeah, because you grew, you guys grew up together. Sure, you were fighting, but as long as nobody dies, uh, then like maybe we can like be friends, right? Sure. Then maybe we can be friends. Yeah. You know. If, um, it's kind of yeah. like what they're doing with. I mean, they didn't grow up together, but what they're doing with like, in the comics for sure. Uh, she woke and tied and tied in the comics. Yeah, yeah, they like like to fight each other and they're like kind of friends. 
but like they're also enemies. Of, yeah. yeah, but kind of enemies, but like they're friends. Yeah. yeah, I like I like their their current stuff that they're doing with with She Hulk. Um, yeah. I know that we started a little bit late today, so uh, to wrap things up though, are there other comics that we want to just like talk about real, real, real quick? Um, okay. Judgment that? Day. That was huge. Yeah. That's a that's a Marvel game changer. Yeah, that's, right there. That's, a, that's what we got to talk about. That's what yeah, really Judgment Day is a Marvel about. game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Let me bring it up. Um, somebody else talk about it so I can chime in. But like, there's a Go lot that it. happened. Where do you start? No. Um, he's already fried. Like he's already it starts off with the thumbs down. Like he's already yeah. killed the people. I think in one of those issues, one of those side issues where everybody yeah he kills a lot of people yeah it's the issue where like captain america like puts his shield up to save the one guy everybody dies around him including that one guy that was the last issue it's issue four oh was issue four yeah that was the last last week no when did like a couple weeks ago like a couple weeks ago oh okay i think it's like every other week for judgment day yeah yeah Yeah. Um, um it's been coming out. It is coming out once a month, but uh, last one came out at the very end of last month, and this one came out more at the beginning of this month. So it seems rather quickly. It's been out for that's crazy. Time really? flies fast. Okay. Um, well, because I know but, Michael. Keep in mind, I'm, I'm taking it with a grain of salt for Michael, because you read some of your comics earlier, right? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so comic shop, comic shop perks, guys. Comic shop go, perks. Right? There you go. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, I already read all the Marvel DC that came out this week last week. Last week. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. um this one's crazy though because it's they a start big dying. deal. Everybody just starts it dying. It just it shows the stakes, I think, because we kept there was you were dancing around it for a while, but I think it finally showed the serious not the seriousness. That's not a word. Uh, <laughs> the severity um, and just the extent of this celestial's power, and it really did show like our heroes are helpless. And again, they were just going left and right. All these favorite characters of yours were just gone, and. Um, Again, I love the whole crux of it. I love the idea of what happens like when these X-Men are immortal and the whole world finds out. Yeah. Um, I love everything behind this story and the concepts that they're um, dealing with. Uh, and again, it's just, it was shocking to read that. It really was because you keep on thinking they're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to yeah. win. But then they're all dying left and right. You know. Uh, by the way, the last issue came out last week. There you go. It, it was last week. So the Issue week- four? Yeah, Judgment Day Four came out last week. I'm not, I'm not crazy in the brain. I was, I was thinking right. I was thinking yeah, somewhat right. I was right. like, okay. oh, because I thought it was a one shot. Because I was like, it couldn't have been the main title then, but no, it was the main title. Um, people are dying left and right, and it's classic, like, like you know, the last vestige of heroes trying to like finally turn things around. And then it yeah. ends with the big game changer, mm-hmm. which is bringing Captain America back to life. So it looks yeah, like the Krakoan protocols everything. do work on humans, or they give everybody an X gene. I think my theory it's always worked on other people. It's always worked on other people, but uh-huh. they just don't want to use it on anybody other than mutants. They don't. And it was uh that's my theory that's my theory is that it always has worked on other people and they're only now doing it as a last resort i will say i did not enjoy they brought captain america back so fast that was my thing i wish that they would have waited a couple more issues to bring him back because i feel like that would be more of a punch um and that would be a much more bigger reveal and it would make things feel a lot more hopeless because you know captain america he's a symbol of hope he's a symbol of peace he's you know he's you know i can do this mister i can do this all day 
Um, and so I feel like there needed to be a longer time where we didn't have him there. And we could see just the, how would that affected, you know, the other people around him who were close to him in my yeah. personal perspective, you know? I think- I But think there's only six issues. How oh, is there? You want? Yeah, this is issue five. There's only six issues. And and also, and I double I checked myself the time. Like there's six issues. <laughs> so I, there I think the whole point is really. I thought there was more. So we have to get it right now. And yeah. to, real quick, like I love this book. First off, also because it says Avengers versus X Men versus Eternals, but it's really versus X Men versus Eternals. It's showing how powerful the X Men have become. Right, that the Avengers are just trying to keep up. Right, yeah, the Avengers, this powerful team, this had the Avengers on their suck. Team. And yeah, Get they're trying here, to keep boom. up, but they can't keep up. The X Men, yeah. first off, throughout, especially this last issue, they they were losing people. Yes, but they're very confident. We can get them. We're fine. Right, we'll just re- remake them, which is exactly yeah. what happened. Right, especially when Kurt, when uh, when Nightcrawler came to get Captain America, they both died. But then Kurt was like, "Oh, okay, I'm back. Here we go. Here we, 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 we oh, have the plan right. now. We're we ready. I put me back in, Coach. Yeah. Put me back in." Yeah, so like it's showing the power level the X Men have finally gotten oh. to, and to- it's not just the resurrection; that just the X Men are just better. Okay, I agree they with that too. Are, um, I have I will die on that hill. They I are agree the best team in Marvel Universe. They are the best team flat down. Yeah, and I love how they in the past couple years they really have taken the steps to finally really grow them we're no longer at the xavier institute we're moving past the you know it's just humans versus mutants they're giving us new storylines they're colonizing mars now and we're dealing with that in x-men red and you know rogue has control over her powers now um we see eric being an active member in the community so it's just they're going they're just they're doing more with them they're doing more with them now and i really enjoy that i feel like that's why they've become such a better team as well, for sure. And, and they, they have touched on it before. I'm pretty sure they have, especially in Immortal X-Men. They've touched on the fact that they can use this on other people. It's not just an X-Gene thing. Uh, I don't think we've gotten concrete. That's why they, well, that's what they were talking about when they, um they were trying to keep it secret when, uh, what is it? People were like the communities of the world, government wanting, right. wanting you know, especially finding out. Uh, about their their cancer research what else do they have and they're like this is a secret we need to hold on to so people don't get extra crazy Uh, because of the extra crazy thing right because they will be like why are you keeping it for yourself but i don't think the x-men up until this issue that's why this issue was such a surprise i don't think the x-men could bring back anyone non-mutant until now that's that's what i'm trying to say I don't I think, think so. You'll could. have to show I me that one. I think they always could. Yes. They you, to you, keep it no, you, the, the burden of proof is on you. <laughs> you want to go through all my eggs? You, you, have, to, sure. right. you have to show me and the audience that they have mentioned that they can bring people back. Like that were non mutants. But, but where, where's, 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 where's your it, but... thing, sir, about saying that it can only be mutants? Okay. It doesn't say anywhere else that they have it's to be. It's been saying it the whole time. We can only bring back mutants. That's what they've been saying. Yeah, but that, but that's the perfect thing is that would be a great plot twist is they always have. They always they've just could. chosen right. not to. They've it's just a fair plot. Not to. Yeah. You know? I and do I think, think that would be so much better. I do you know? think, what if, crazy idea, what if? Crazy. We're full of them today. They could give, like, they clone you with an inactive X gene. So Captain America has an X gene that then is inactive and thus allows the rebirth with no extra powers. What if that's the next step? What if we see Tony Stark randomly turn on his X gene because he's given it to come back to life? You get what I'm saying? I get that. But at the same time, I feel like it would be a much better plot device if they just were hoarding it and they didn't know that because I feel like that was, it keeps with the current theme that's going on about, 
you know, picking and choosing who doesn't. Yeah, who does Mm -hmm. and doesn't. Because I feel like in this new era of X-Men, that's been a really big point of contention is there is so much happening behind the scenes, you know, with Emma Frost, Sebastian Shaw, Mr. Sinister, Charles Xavier. They're the ones pulling the strings. And there's so much being hidden from the rest of the mutants. It's no longer a transparency between them. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that would be a really great plot twist that they always could bring back other people. And then it brings it to, okay, then why aren't we doing this? Why are we, yeah. wh- why are we able to say we can do this? Who are we to say that these people could deserve to come back to life and these people don't? Who are and, we to say? And Dimitri, I don't think they would put X gene in people. Cause especially like when I read the, was it the children of the atom miniseries or is these uh, non-mutant kids pretending to be mutants, right? And someone yeah. came in and was talking to them, saying it was a big burden having Eschene and you guys aren't part of our community. Right? right. I don't think they would just randomly be putting Eschene's in people to welcome them into the X-Men community. At Not that to welcome them into the X-Men community. Inactive mm-hmm. X-Genes. But then they would be. Of- they have the X-Gene. Now they're part of the X-Men community. I don't think they would do to, and do that. I don't think the X-Men would do that, especially what they are now. The X-Men aren't very much like joining the world community. They're not no. about that anymore. No. They're like, we've tried. It we like, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't work. Yeah. So we're now by ourselves and we're doing, we'll, we'll co- coexist with you, but we are our own thing. It doesn't seem like something that they would do. I mean, that's fair. It just seems it, most likely that you can just make whoever they want. Like they don't need the X-Gene. I'm going to, I think, yeah, we're taking it from different angles. I'm saying that, like, they have been truthful, that they can't bring back anyone without an X-Gene. Okay. And if you take that, then that means then, ipso facto, they either figured out how to do that, or they added an X-Gene in to anybody that they bring back. I don't think and we'll know different. next week or whenever. I know we'll, we'll probably know. Well, I just we're we're, we're going to know in like the next different. few weeks. Wait, have you read it, Michael? Which one? Have you read number six? It doesn't. I don't think it comes out next week. I got all my Marvel books. It's not number okay. five comes out next week. This no, number, number five, five is this week. Four was last week. No, this is. It is five. No, wait, hold on. I have I have my little thingy up. Let's look yeah, it up. When does that one come out? Yeah, when six come out? October. Um. Acts because we're in Acts Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, number six. So it looks like it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a hot minute. Um, it's probably gonna yeah, because I'm looking at the lineup we have right now. Um, so it's probably gonna come out toward the end of October, but then we have the Omega issue in November. Okay. Yeah. Um, So that's you know, I just don't want to be arguing. I don't want to be arguing with Michael Mead when Michael October twenty sixth when Michael Mead knows all the answers because he can see the future. No, I didn't read this one. I wouldn't have been arguing as passionately because this is just obviously (laughs) two two people, two friends enjoying the the conversation comics. If if I knew, I'd be like, yeah, cool, man. We'll see next week. Yeah, Ah. we'll see next week. No, we're no, don't wait. wait a while. <laughs> no, yes, the 26th, October 26th. Okay, okay. So I just, looked it, I just yeah. looked it up again. Look, look, look at me fact checking. There's probably going to be one shots in between now and then, though, right? Well, yeah, there's. I mean, there's um, all the crossovers. Like, was it? Yeah, there's four all the crossovers. Were crossovers yeah. We got, we have uh, Axe, Death of, Death of the Mutants, um, Axe, X Men, Axe, Iron Fist, Axe, oh. Star Fox. Um, yeah. and then we have all of the we have Axe Eternals, Legion of X, X Men Red Force, all the like typical titles. We have yeah. a lot of Axe. Um, I did like the Eternals. Were like, yep, yeah, we you know you guys are kind of screwed. We can't really do much. Good luck, yeah. <laughs> you know. In this last in this, this last issue, yeah, and the issue before you know Fox was just trying to get everyone to you know 
work together uh, and be happy. I hate that didn't work. Down. I hate Star Fox. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I don't like the fact that he's being played by Harry Styles. That's my oh, but also he's his job, like his power is to like date rape. Like that's weird. His power isn't the day rib, but yes, I see what you're getting at. Yeah. Okay. His power is to make people feel pure pleasure. Yeah. Um, He's the exact opposite of Thanos. Uh, a couple, a couple uh, just issues I just want to shout out real quick that, that I read, and then we can, if you guys have any shout outs real quick. Uh, Flash 786 is a really good Flash book. Um, if you like the Flash and Flash family, it's worth picking up. Avengers number 60, that's not the tie. Uh, I forgot to put the cover on. Avengers number 60 uh, was... It's the tie-in. It's the, it's the tie-in with yeah. Judgment Day with Hawkeye, which is cool if you're a Hawkeye fan, but it's not that big of a deal. Do you guys read it? That, that was fun. It was fun. It yeah, wasn't it was crazy. Cool. It was fun. I like Hawkeye, fun. but, you know. Yeah. Um, Fantastic 447 is uh, Axe Judgment uh, tie-in, but it barely is about Judgment Day. Yes. Yeah. It's... Like misleading. <laughs> it's a heist, but for the bad yeah. guys breaking into the Baxter building. Um, Batman, One Bad Day, Two-Face was interesting, but whatever. X-Men Forever, number nine. If you like Carol Danvers and you like multiversal versions of her, worth checking out. Black Adam 4 was, uh, wasn't bad. Did I finish it? Yeah, I finished it. Um, I like it. I'm, I'm interested to in see where it goes. You guys have any uh, quick ones? Do you want to? I would have to say, out of all of the things I read this week, I encourage everyone to read the Harley Quinn 30th anniversary. I think it is a great homage to her character development that we have seen over the past 30 years. The stories deal with her at the beginning of the, her career, the middle of her career, her becoming her own person. Um, I think they're all phenomenal. I got to say, pick it up. The arts, all the art is great. All the little series in between are great. Read it. All the variant covers are fantastic. Yeah, so check it covers. out. They're so good. So many variant covers. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh Michael, did you have any last minute thoughts? Yeah, Ellie's number two. Ellie's number two. Ellie's Ellie's number two. Is it yeah, L's, I think. It's E L E S. Yeah. So E L E is L, but but there's multiple of her, so I don't know. I mean is it like like a orphan black situation? No, it's it's not it's not as it's not as in-depth as that we we as the audience see the different hairstyles right because each each different hair color represents a different form of her personality protecting her but we see it but the, the, in this latest issue we find out that no one else sees that that's just because she's explaining it to her friend finally she's opening up about what's going on for her and her you know her state of mind and her emotional well-being and her trauma coming up and she's like each one of these personalities i see with this one is more protecting me so she's more of the blonde and i see her this way so I am absolutely loving the series about this this high school girl that's trying to deal with being in high school, but at the same time dealing with such pretty drastic uh, emotional trauma and what you know how that comes about usually and how she identifies that and how she is compartmentalizing that. To be honest with you, yeah. I've been I've been really enjoying it. It's a really fun series. I gotta read this. It sounds yeah, really good. it's really good. It's really really good. Only two issues out so far. So if anyone wants to jump in, it's really issue. The it's cover really art looks fun. cute. Like uh, it is. Yeah, like a Pixar looking thing. Yeah, the art is fantastic like too. It's very, kind of thing. Yeah. very stylized, but like, I don't know, like an American manga esque a little bit. Yeah, I have to I have to shout out though Legion of X number five for really hitting home that Nightcrawler fucks. Like he does. Night, he doesn't. He, like he, he gets bitches. He yeah, gets he bitches. does. Of course he does. He, he he gets bitches. Was there ever a he, doubt? He dreams of getting bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's it's every step of the process. Nightcrawler is like ahead of the game. Um, he, he does it so well. I think he it was, was issue like... number three. It shows his like dream sp- like state, like his mind uh, in the dream or whatever. And it's him like 
having sex with Rogue and it's him like having sex with like it's hard to see exactly who but I can see that wait, it's wait, Rogue. Wait, 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 wait. Him having sex with Rogue. Sir, that is your sister. That is your sister. They didn't sir. raise they That did, is your they sister. They didn't they didn't grow that up is together. Your sister. Okay, and okay. They're not blood and they didn't grow up together. Blood related. It's yeah, giving Targaryen. It's, it's giving not Targaryen. adopted. They're not even adopted. It's just that his mother <laughs> raised his mother didn't even raise him. It doesn't okay. count. It's okay. Yeah. it's okay. We get it. We get it. You're probably a pro Targaryen incest shipper. We get it. We Me? get it. Yeah. How it's, dare it's you? Giving, it's giving excuses for the Targaryens. I'm not oh, giving it. No, this they're not blood related. They're not even adopted great. siblings. They're um. They call both of these people mom. Okay. Because of because of their relation. Yes. It's the situation. It's the situation they were in. Okay. Um, let 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 Blue. my crawler fuck. Let him fuck. let him fuck. Let the man. Let him fuck. We're, not, we're not letting him fuck a married woman. Okay. <laughs> also, a married woman. If Gambit found out, Gambit would beat his oh ass. Okay. Oh no. Gambit is pretty open minded. I don't know. Um. No. <laughs> what are these children doing to my car? If oh you hit the real football, my car. I swear to God. That is so funny. That was the best part of this whole episode. <laughs> Put that somewhere. Are you looking uh, up? Okay, our Nightwing um, and Rogue brother and sister on your phone right now. Is that what Night you're Crawler? doing? No, 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 no. Um, but Nightcrawler in in this, it also says like he uses his tail during sex. Oh, of like, course he does. Why would he it, not? It is explicitly stating, and then it's him in bed with that one girl, and then it keeps being like, "We went like five times. Let's go again." And it's like, "Holy shit, man!" He is. He is. I mean, good for him. I always felt a kinship with Nightcrawler, you know. So that's good. I'd like to be Nightcrawler. He's a he's an A tier X Men. So X Men. I love Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. That book is weird, though. That book is weird. I liked it, is, it at the beginning. It's too, I liked it's it too much. It is. I liked it at the beginning, but I didn't think it was. They just kept going. I thought they had a good good weirdness at the beginning. I was like, oh, this should be fun, and then they just kept going, it's, and it's, it's not making any sense much it's, more. It's like, it's. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the point of all this is, but it's it's too much. I, I was looking uh, forward to the series too. I was really excited for the team. Well, because it, it's a, a lot of cool characters, but yeah. um, we do gotta gotta wrap up this episode. Um, but I want to thank you both so much for coming on this episode. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, chatting with us uh, uh, about you know comic books that came out this week. Um. If anyone's out on Twitch or YouTube, uh, you were watching our live stream there, uh, you can see where everybody is from and their social media and whatnot. But for the people out there who cannot, um, Blue, where can people find you on social media? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, so um, I, you guys can find me on TikTok and Instagram under the exact same type tagline crybaby blue c-r-i baby and then b-l-u uh i have a couple things coming out i just got asked to review a comic by this new comic company called dismay so i'm going to be dropping my review for one of their first comics later this october um super excited to be doing that um and i just have a couple more video essays coming out especially about dc vampires and deceased because if you haven't checked those out guys you really should you really should read those you really should read those yeah yeah uh deceased is what this is is it the sixth the sixth installment in deceased there's like east is technically concluded but they just have all of these tie-ins and spin-offs and sequels going on but right this now. is a continuation though right yes it is a continuation but technically the series ended back in 2019 and it does have like an official sequel okay. but now we have like all this new content which is phenomenal okay mm -hmm. all right 
Uh, Michael, where can we yeah. find you online? Because I'm actually curious. Where can we find you? I know. I'm where hiding from you, you specifically, Dimitri. Um, so, yeah, uh, TikTok for the love of comics is what it's currently at. Uh, I do uh, weekly videos on what's coming out every week so you don't miss out on, you know, Marvel, DC, Indies, graphic novels, stuff like that. Uh, and then a lot of just comic reviews and comic recommendations and funny videos and stuff like that. Um, Instagram, uh, I'm on there too. I have all my link tree on all my social media so you can find me pretty easily. I'm also writing reviews for Screen Hub, uh, comic reviews every week, um, Screen Hub Entertainment, so on their site as well. I'm hoping to do that for the Mutri very soon. Yeah, we're we doing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll be doing that too. So, you know, I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah, stop by. You are. Everyone's stop by. Yeah. Um, you guys are great. You guys do great content and you are obviously awesome to have on this show. Um, I know Blue, no, I'm going to be sir. able to talk with you about Harley Quinn season three. Yeah. Um, so excited on, to do that this Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday. Um, but uh, for everyone out there who hasn't followed the Keeg, uh, it's at the Keeg Show on TikTok and Instagram uh, and everything else. Any social media at the Keeg Show or slash the Keeg Show, we are there. Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that at the Keeg Show or slash the Keeg Show. Uh, we do multiple shows a week. We do an Andor after show. We do a She-Hulk after show. We do Comic Talk every Thursdays. And then we do Keeg Talks every other weekend. So this weekend and then like two weekends from now. Um, but we're, yeah, we're doing a lot. So stay tuned on Instagram is probably the easiest place to keep track of our schedule until our website is up and just has a schedule up on our website. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, but thank you, Blue. Thank you, Michael, so much for, for coming on. And thank, uh, so thank you to the hey, audience dude. out there. Yeah, you guys are great. Um, no, you are great. This is amazing. You one day we will awesome. be so honored to always be on your show, man. I we'll know. Be, you know, we're all in California. What? I'm just saying. Dude, you're in yeah. California too? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is well, awesome. I love that. We got it. We got all to get together. That's why there's do. sunshine in every one of our videos right now. That's yeah. Exactly. That's why, like, there's somewhat of daylight instead well, of. I mean, mine's artificial. So, because I got my my blinds all curtained. Yeah, but I just I just know you where you live. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody out there. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk, but for uh, September 22nd, 2022. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.